everyone, I'm Andrew Dowd. It is time for our Happening in the Hamptons podcast, our weekly breakdown of the Hamptons market, new listings, and events on the East End. We are sponsored today by New York Title Abstract, the Hamptons' leading title insurance firm. Visit NewYorkTitle.com. And joining us today, Steve Glick, Dave Retiner, and today, a return guest, Mr. Drew Green. How are you, sir? Good morning. How are you? Good. I'm well, good to have you back on the show. And uh, and look, we're we're in the thick of it, right? We're in the July now. Yeah. Uh, this is the heart of the season, and uh, so let's talk a little bit about it. What are you seeing? It seems it seems crazy out here. I mean, busy every day. There's just stuff going on. The beaches are packed. The roads are packed. The restaurants. This are is packed. the time to be in the Hamptons. And July and August. This is it. We just had July Fourth weekend, which was a long weekend, and now here we are in the in the midst of July. So. True. Share your thoughts. Well, the, certainly the weather started to cooperate. The somebody decided to turn the heat on, and uh, yeah, yeah, man, it was the hot. weather's been amazing. And uh, <laughs> yes, the volume of people out here is is substantial. No question about Would it. Would you say it's more people than ever? I think so. I, I mean, kind of feel that way too. Just by every year, you know, I drive from coming out from the west, coming in, uh, coming out here to the Hamptons, and the traffic's been. It's been worse than it ever has been, you know, and there's so many more people. If you go to the restaurants, you go to the grocery store, you go to the gas station, you just go to the local deli. The lines are out the door. Yeah. Steve and I, we had lunch at uh, Goldberg's in Sag Harbor and it was like a nightclub. It was like crazy. <laughs> like there were like there, it, there, tons of people just like mm-hmm. piling out Every the door, table, waiting to yeah. get a bagel, all the tables going. You know, the guy behind the counter was like freaking out. <laughs> so what does that <laughs> mean? What, what does that mean for the market? So if you feel that there's so many people out here, are you seeing that translate into sales, into renter, renting? What, what's going on with all the people out here? Does that turn into business? My observation is that certainly the number of homes out here certainly has increased and people are utilizing their homes and you know they talk about the rental market being a little bit soft this year which you know frankly i I believe it has been um that said i think it's evolving and changing uh we're seeing a lot of late term rentals as in like you know doing it a couple weeks before the uh, commencement of the lease so we've seen a lot of uh, leases come in over the and last And how long of are they renting for? And they're renting for shorter durations. That was the next uh-huh. point I was making. Yep. And that is that uh, they're renting for, you know, there used to be Memorial Day, Memorial Day to Labor Day or July through Labor Day. And they're doing, you know, a month at a time, sometimes two weeks at a time. And that seems to be seems to be more popular now. I think a lot of people are keeping their options open and doing other things in addition to the Hamptons at this point. I know. I'm on my social media and I see every week someone else is in Europe enjoying either Greece or Italy or, you know, and just traveling a little bit more. Right. Something that they haven't done in the years past, obviously due to COVID and not being able to travel. Now they're traveling. So they're looking at these Hamptons homes where they want to be here in the summer, but they're not necessarily going to be here the whole season, Memorial Day to Labor Day. So we're seeing, like you right. said, some shorter term rentals, two weeks to a month rent, uh, renting. Do you and, think that's like cultural yeah. though at all? Do you think that like, I don't know. I just feel like the average Wall Street guy now is like our age. You know, they're the millennials now, like the millennial generation. I just feel like, you know, they're they're just more used to like paying by the day, you know, wherever they go or staying at a luxury. They just don't want to be locked into something for a whole long period of time. Is there something to that or am I wrong? No, you could be right, you know, but there people are like what Drew said, your first point, people are using their homes. You know, we're seeing that a lot more that people are just having 
parties at their house or inviting gatherings or barbecues and the people are actually using these homes and as you drive down these streets you can see a lot of cars parked in front of people's homes because you're using them right probably because they can't get a table at a restaurant Hmm. right or they don't want to go out and deal with the traffic just getting from one town to another could take you you know 30 minutes to an hour just to go from the next town over so they're rather than going out they're saying come to my house just have a backyard barbecue let's have a party so it's good to see, you know, I think it's healthy that they're doing that and um, they're utilizing their assets. Right. There, were, there were three house parties on my block <laughs> uh, Saturday. Sure. So it's, yeah. Well, July 4th weekend was an extended weekend. I saw people yeah. taking off Friday, then they took off Monday. And then, of course, Tuesday was the uh, July 4th holiday. So that's a f- yeah. five day weekend maybe wednesday make it a six day and have a good time so it was real busy and the weather really held up and now we're in the thick of it you know july and august are the two best months if you're going to be in the hamptons and enjoy the hamptons yeah, this is it there's, this is it this is go else. time for us yeah. well what happens to sales drew so people are out here are they looking at homes are they you know they're looking at you know there certainly isn't the mad rush that there was a couple years prior mm-hmm uh, there are people that are, have been out looking and, and continue to look. They aren't in the mad rush, as I mentioned a moment ago, sure. that they were. Um, but I, my feeling is, and what I'm observing, when and if a house is priced properly, they act on it. Uh, you know, hmm. Again, buyers have a lot of information at their fingertips that they didn't used to have years ago. And when they know a house is priced properly, they act. So, so Drew, you have house. you have open houses, right? You represent a couple of properties, and you have open houses. How are the attendants to these open houses on the weekends? Well, you got to strategically think about when you have it. Yeah, uh, I was going to be like, my next question. And, so. and and of course, you also t- taking into account where the house is located. I'm currently mm-hmm. representing a house on 39 Cobb Hill Lane, which is just down the road or up the road, whichever we want to say. From uh, Flying Point Beach. So I try to catch people coming or going to the beach uh, at uh, Flying Point Beach. Um, Do it in the morning, you know, late morning to early afternoon. Uh, And then I also try to catch them coming off the beach, you know, 2.30 to 4.30 or 3 to 5. In fact, they'll be there this weekend doing that very very (laughs) thing. And uh, that seems to have worked. People coming off the beach and saying, oh, let's check this house out. So smack in the middle of the afternoon is not optimal time for an open house. I generally generally don't. I generally don't. People either, you know, they, if they're going to do their real estate searching, I, my experience suggests that they want to do it first thing or at the end of the day, but not dead center in the middle of the day. That's good advice. I mean, and I I tend to agree because you're enjoying the day. I mean, like, why would you want to go to open house at one in the afternoon? Now, Drew, you represent... Another property, 82 Halsey Lane in Bridgehampton. This is right here, right in the heart of Bridgehampton. Yeah, I, it's I, unique. I'm really excited about this property. Um, I'd sold it as, as land, and now it's back on the market. Uh, and you have options on this property. It, you can buy it as, as, a, as a vacant lot with permits in place. It's, or you can buy it as a built-out house. The vacant lot with permits in place is at uh, 2795. Hmm. And the uh, built-out house is at uh, 6495. The parcel's uh, 0.37 of an acre. Uh, I find that's a great size. It's, it's big enough to kind of, you know, get a nice size pool and have some yard and some grass. 
and get a decent size home on it, but not an overwhelming size where you, you know, a lot of care. Uh, and the other benefit here, obviously, is that literally you can crawl to uh, Main Street. Yeah, from this, yeah right here. From it's, right in the, it's right in the it's village. Right now, here. the house is livable, right? The house as is. You, it's it's currently on the on the property is a 900 square foot shoebox, uh, two bedroom, one <laughs> bathroom ranch, which is is livable. Yes, absolutely. It's got to be the only one on that street. I think so. I yeah, that area. Yes, absolutely. Old Julian Bridge Hampton. It's built up, so this yeah. is like the last yeah older yeah. house standing. Yeah. Um, but that's exciting. It sounds like a great opportunity because, as you can see, the surrounding homes, it, it's going to show yeah. this great value there for the for an end user. Also, Drew, um, new construction is a hot buzzword that we always uh, hear about, and you have a great property, new construction, 418 Butter Lane, again, right here in the heart of Bridgehampton. Tell us about that one. Yeah, that's uh, that's a beautiful uh, house. It's, um, it is a flag lot, so it's off the road. Uh, mm -hmm. And it backs up to a reserve, and, and in fact, it's got two sides of reserve on to it, and uh, it's a uh, it's got all the modern amenities that everybody wants, lots of glass, traditional roof lines, um, but it's it's terrific, and uh, somebody's going to get themselves a nice how much nice home. How much is this one? This one is asking a mere nine million nine hundred ninety five thousand dollars. And when will that be completed? Uh, we expect that to be completed uh, probably before a year's end. Oh, great. 418 Butter Lane right here in Bridgehampton. You're busy, Drew. Yeah. It's good. I've had a, yeah, it's a good run so far. Man. Knock wood, knock in my head. <laughs> um, Steve, what do you got for the numbers as yeah, far well, as we, uh, the rest of the market? I love to see the market. Um, I love to see the market numbers increase uh, as far as in contracts, but um, time will tell. As we, you know, we coming off June, as we typically said, June was one of the uh, worst months for new deals in originating, right? Listings going but into contract. Right? Historically, historically, right? June's always the worst June's month. June's luck, yeah. right? Because people are just what, between school and camps and just getting settled into the summer. June's always been a low for transactional, right. um, for transactional data. A As we go into July and August, hopefully that starts to tick up. And then obviously, um, September, October is when we have the busiest months for in-contract listings. So over the past week, there were 21 listings that went into contract from West Hampton to Montauk. When you compare it to last year, there were 23. So it's a decrease of 9%. So this is the last week in June. And when you go back to 2021, there were 43 listings that went into contract. So it's a decrease of 51%. The breakdown of these 21 transactions, there is one between 10 and 20 million, two between four and 6 million, Eight between two and four million, and ten under two million. The dollar volume was sixty-two million last year. Was one hundred and sixty-four million. So it was some big transactions last year because that's a decrease of sixty-two percent. And you go back to twenty twenty-one. The dollar volume was one hundred and forty-two million with a decrease of fifty-six percent. But good news this week: the inventory increased by eight listings with 29 new listings coming onto the market. So the breakdown of those 29 new listings, there was one over 20 million, three between 10 and 20 million, one between eight and 10 million, four between six and 8 million, four between four and 6 million, seven between two and 4 million, and nine under 2 million. The inventory stands at 1,730 total listings with 1,273 active and 457 in contract. So mm -hmm. the takeaway, Inventory increasing a little bit by eight, which is great. We've been seeing that in the past couple of weeks. The inventory is increasing. Um, and hopefully, as we come into July, we'll see more listings going into contract. But there's still buyers out there. Then those numbers are not zero, right? There's mm. listings still happening that are going into contract, and there's still um, you know, activity here in the market. 
How are interest rates affecting uh, clients and buyers right now for you in your world? It's a factor, certainly in the lower price points, uh, but in the higher price points, it's, in my opinion, it's not a not a big consideration. I, I, people are sometimes surprised when I tell them that. Like I hear that from agents. They're like, yeah, I mean, the lower price points, million, two million, three million, whatever, where you might get a mortgage. But like 10 million and up, people, it's usually, I guess, just a cash deal. It's irrelevant and that's, in many yeah, cases. So yeah. um, <laughs> it's just how it is, I guess. Um, what, do you got, what do you got going on this weekend, Mr. Me? Mr. Retainer? Yeah, Dave, the happening guy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm wiped out from the 4th of July weekend. Um, but this weekend... Where'd you go see fireworks for the 4th? Oh, dude. Everywhere? It, dude, it was a disaster. No, it was a total disaster. A story there. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay, go ahead. So I was going to go to Cooper's Beach Fireworks on Friday because they had... Um, there was the um, Southampton Fresh Air Home thing. and they, right. So I was like, oh, we'll go down there and we'll just watch them from Cooper's Beach because I didn't have a ticket to the Southampton Fresh Air. We get to Cooper's Beach and there was like no one there. It was like not a thing. I was like, oh man, I thought this was a thing, but it wasn't a thing. It was like you had to be at the party really to, for it to really make any sense for the adventure of going. Okay. So we didn't go there. So then we went to the North Sea Carnival with my kid who loved it. Yep. And they, had, they were going to have fireworks there. And then my kid like just totally crashed. She just was going nuts and she crashed through. So we're like, all right, let's go. So I missed the fireworks there. And then we were going to go to Montauk for the fireworks. And I thought it was going to rain. So I was like, ah, let's not go. I was like, it's going to get rained out because it was raining like uh, on that day. And I was like, ah, this is not worth the drive to Montauk. And then we, so we missed that. So I, I'm like a fireworks guy. I didn't hit any single fireworks. Wow. Well, fireworks start at nine o'clock. So it's, if you have little kids, it's hard to like keep them up to like nine o'clock or nine fifteen um, to see the fireworks. Yeah, show. that's funny. But yeah. there's always but TV, going back right? To your point, <laughs> I mean, your point about having more like in home things like so I have a pool in my house. And normally I haven't really utilized the pool in, in previous summers. And this summer, like the pool is like a big part of my life now for the weekend. Like I can't wait to bring my kid into the pool. It's just so much easier to like hang out by the pool. It's so much more enjoyable than like lugging everything to the beach. And like, it's like a whole thing. So I was just like, you know what? Like, I think I'm all in on the pool this year. We had people over. It was great. People were like so happy to be there. So, um, I don't know the, the, the flip switched for me with the pool, but anyway, so yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to know about my life? <laughs> yeah. That was so, that fire pit that you like. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about it. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, you've become yeah, the, the handyman. Yeah, the fire like... pit, the fire pit is huge. The fire pit. If anybody out there is considering building a fire pit, call Dave. The no, but <laughs> you there's some there's a two very important things. One thing that's a major game changer is having like a platform for the fire pit. That's a huge game changer. So don't build the fire pit just like in the grass or like buy a hundred dollar fire pit and then just put it in the grass and then surround it with like with like chairs. Like build like you know, some pavers or some stone. Yeah. yeah. If you make like the fire pit, like a destination in your house, it's so cool. It's so cool. So we're sitting there all the time. Anyway, you want anything else? No, I think that covers it. All right. So, so we got going on so this, this weekend. weekend. Yeah. So, um, well, first off, I want to talk about Fridays at five at the Bridgehampton library with Katie Cork and Ken Auletta. Um, they're going to be having a conversation about their books. Um, Ken Oletta is the hugely famous writer and Katie 
Katie Couric is the hugely famous broadcaster and they will be there in person. So that's cool because that's like an easy thing to go to. Mm-hmm. So I strongly recommend going to that. Saunders and Associates sponsors that. So even if I don't like it, I'm going to say that I like it, but I do like it. So there's truth to that. And then uh, the second thing is uh, the Southampton concert in the park. This is this Wednesday. That's after the weekend. But this Wednesday on July 12th is the Lynn Blue Band at 6.30 p.m. Um, And then also on July 12th at Main Beach, they're doing a pleasant plunge uh, to support uh, the local food pantry in East Hampton. And that's going to be at Main Beach. So that's like the polar bear plunge, but it's actually the pleasant plunge because it's not cold. Be so, yeah. cold. so just makes sense. Just don't get bit by any sharks. So just jump in right. and out, in and out, in and out of the ocean. That's, that's what you're, I say. You're a shark guy now. Well, We're not a shark guy. You know, I mean, uh, when was the last time you heard about a kid getting, there was somebody who was bit. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. I've never heard that. I've, I don't think I've ever heard that ever happening ever. So um, I don't know. Even the, sh- the word is out even amongst the sharks to hang out in Hampton's real estate. All right. So anyway, then you also have Sunset Music at Wolfer Estate. Um, and the Dan Bailey tribe is going to be there. So how do you not want to go see that? That's on July 7th from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. The Dan Bailey tribe is so cool. They're such a fun band. Um, and they're like a Hampton staple. Mm -hmm. So you're going to want to go do that. And then, um, finally I have this cool little thing here. It's called Monty and Montauk. Um, and then, so bar Monty, which is like a, um, it's kind of like a food truck, but it's, it's, yeah, it is. I guess it is a food truck, but it's also a bar. So it's like all these cool specialty, specialty drinks, um, and they'll be serving up classic offerings such as the M&M, which is equal parts Montenegro and Mezcal or the Monterita, a refreshing take on the classic margarita. Um, and that's going to be um, at July 7th at Bounce at Bounce Beach uh, in Montauk. Where's Bounce Beach? I don't know where Bounce Beach is. I guess you have to Google that. Um, but this is like a cool thing going on in, in the social media world of Montauk. So I anticipate that like a lot of people are going to be following this cool little Monty and Montauk truck. So I recommend that. That's your Friday, Saturday, Sunday in the Hamptons. Drew, anything to add? Are you any, any big plans? Are you going to any restaurants this weekend? Probably not. <laughs> Party at Drew's house? <laughs> the answer is yes, but, but, but no. Very small scale, <laughs> family, a couple of friends. That works. Um, good deal. All right. Well, welcome to July, everybody, and uh, enjoy it. This is uh, this is the time to be out here, and we'll call that the podcast for the day. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I'm Andrew Dowd, and that is what's happening in the Hamptons. <laughs>